Hello and welcome to Giant Spotlight. I'm Seth Tolleson, host of Giant Spotlight. Thank you for listening wherever you get your podcast. Now we're going to talk about the Giants, how they're headed into the all-star break with the last wild card spot a de- and, you know, a decent record. They're going into it, you know, pretty strong. They had a little bit of a rough uh, ending to that, but you know what? They kind of picked it up and they took the series in Colorado, so we're going to talk about that. I'm also going to give you my predictions for the home run derby. And we're going to talk about the draft. And the first round happened yesterday. And we're going to talk about the picks that occurred in that draft in a moment. All right. So going into the all-star break, the Giants have, you know, they have the last wild card spot for the National League. And they entered into that. They entered into the all-star break 49-41. and You know, they kind of had a rough ending to that. They had a tough time taking series. They had, you know, they had a long, extensive road trip, which made them very tired. They came home to play Seattle, in which they weren't at their full strength. There's been a lot of injuries. You know, there's a lot to talk about in that. There's been, like I said, there were a lot of injuries, and the team hasn't been at its fullest that it has been in the past. And when it was at its fullest, we saw a lot of really good things happening for this Giants team. But, you know, they kind of came back tired and exhausted from a longer road trip and ended up uh, losing the series to Seattle. That was a tough one to watch, but you know, they did their they did their absolute best with what they kind of had. They have a lot of injuries on the board, and it's taking away some platoon options for Gabe Kapler, which has been you know that's just it's just been tough overall. But you know they they ended it with a series win against the Rockies. They won one zero right before the All Star break. Today's the home run derby, so I'm going to give you my predictions for that home run derby in a minute. But first, let's just talk about you know the state of the team. I think the team overall right now has, you know, they, they're competing for a playoff spot, you know, whether it's top in the division or whether it's just a wild card spot, they're competing for some kind of playoff opportunity. They have the opportunity to go and make a deeper run in the playoffs. I think with um, a lot of this young talent, that's what's been boosting them a lot of the time to get these wins. They've had some pretty decent wins. Um, Webb with an amazing, amazing start against the Rockies, which was very much needed, by the way, especially considering that they, they didn't, weren't able to get much done on offense. They won 1-0 off of a J.D. Davis home run. And, I mean, Webb did really good. He pitched excellently. He pitched his first shutout. So congrats to Logan Webb on that. He pitched, you know, he gave up seven hits where the Rockies weren't able to convert on any of the hits, and he struck out ten. They left, you know, they left four on base mainly, but they were, he was pitching really well. And I think he's, he's kind of an all-star snub, I would say. It's pretty difficult to see him not go to the all-star game, but you know, it's okay. His, he didn't get recognized. There's a lot of good pitchers, of course, I'm not going to lie. And maybe his ERA isn't, doesn't meet the standards that some of the other guys have, but you know, he's been very efficient for this Giants team. And, you know, I feel like the run support wasn't there for him in this game, but he still got the win because he shut out the Rockies and did very well. Um, in that game, the pitcher he's going against Freeland, I think ended up dislocating his shoulder. I couldn't I couldn't remember exactly what it was, but, you know, I mean, I hope he recovers well and I hope he's going to be okay, but that was tough to see, especially in that game. And moving on from that, I think the Giants are in good position to continue to do well and to continue to push for a playoff spot. And I think that's what exactly this team is trying to do, especially with going into the, they're going to be going into the trade deadline at some point. And, you know, we've talked about starting pitching and what might need to be done about that. We've talked about a a trade for Marcus Stroman and all of those kind of things. Um, But 
I, I'm not just going to talk about that. Um, we're going to move away from that, but we're going to talk about the draft because, uh, you know, there's an interesting idea about this draft that's been that's been pretty that's been pretty interesting to see. So I'll have to talk about it because for the second year in a row, the Giants have drafted another two way player into the system, which isn't exactly you know that's not exactly what teams have been doing, but. For the second year in a row, for the first round pick, they've drafted another two-way player. Um, and that's that's brought the theory, I guess, I've had about this Giants team that I'm going to get into for at least how my, Farhan might be wanting to build the team. So they drafted a two-way player. His name is Bryce Eldridge. I hope I didn't mess up the name, but I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. He's a right-handed pitcher and a first baseman, and he's straight out of high school with some pretty amazing stats, I will have to say. Um, I'll try to pull up the stats right now, but as I'm talking about that, he's been – you know, he's been pretty excellent. And we last year drafted Reggie Crawford, who was a two-way player coming out of UConn. And I mean, it's interesting because no other team has been drafting two-way players at all. And to do it in the first round is pretty ambitious, you know, but Farhan might be trying to do something different, which I think this is a, this is just a theory. It's completely, you know, made up by me, you know, but I think Farhan is pushing for something a lot different. So I'm going to, before I get into that, I'm going to talk about um, Bryce Eldridge's stats and in high school, at least in James Madison high school in uh, Virginia, he hit 422 with eight home runs, a 649 on base percentage and a 1716 OPS, like just amazing numbers offensively. And he pitched with a 1.06 ERA with 66 strikeouts and 39 and two thirds innings. And I think, I mean, that, those are good stats for both ends of the ball, you know, both on hitting and pitching. And then after that, the Giants drafted Walker Martin, who's a shortstop and was the number like 52 overall pick. And then after that, they had the 69th overall pick, uh, which was a compensation pick for losing Rodon to the Yankees, which they drafted a left-hander, Joe Whitman, who's a pitcher. And I mean... I, I want to talk about the two-way player thing because I think a lot of people have been seeing, you know, that the Giants have been drafting two-way players. And Bryce Eldridge, I mean, this guy is just a beast of a person. He's 6'7", and he's a two-way star. He's 6'7", like two, 223 pounds. It's just, oh, my gosh. He's he's like a dream for a baseball player, honestly. But I think Farhan is doing something that might develop into, like, a bigger trend in the MLB. So he's drafted two two-way players in the first round. And Farhan, you know, Farhan has been known to make he's been known to make very good picks in the draft, but he's I think he's taking a stretch here because I think what he might be seeing is that there's a future in two-way players. Um you see Otani right now currently just tearing it up in the MLB like MVP status. I mean, he won MVP in 2021, didn't get in 2022, but has the pace for it right now. And it's like, it's like even out of the question to mention anyone else other than him for the AL MVP. And everyone's talking about the massive contract this guy's going to get when he comes out either in free agency or what's going to happen, whether the Angels will trade him or not. And there's a lot of talk behind that. But I think what Farhan has noticed is that there's, he wants to have a two-way player like Otani. And of course, Otani's one of a kind. You can't just recreate Otani. I think, though, that he notices that this might be 
an up and coming trend for the MLB. And I think he's hopping on it first. He's creating something that I don't think we've seen before where, you know, he's drafted two two way players. And I think he wants, he's said he wants to develop them as two way players throughout the minors to potentially have your own two way star. You know, we, they've talked about these players being two way stars in the major leagues and whether that actually succeeds or not, if it doesn't, you can, you know, flip them to either end of the ball, right? You have them both as pitchers and first baseman. And if one's better as a pitcher than a first baseman hitter, you can just switch them over if it doesn't work out. But if you're really trying to develop a two-way player, it's still a possibility. And I think no other team has been doing this recently. And I think the Giants are hopping on something that could be very important for the um, front office. And I think Farhan's taking a risk here. And I think it's a good risk. I think it's a risk that needs to happen. If the if the future of baseball is two-way players, the Giants are going to be the first ones to have that, especially if, you know, who knows whether, like, Otani's going to become a free agent by the end of this year, whether he gets traded before or not, we don't know. But if assuming that he is a free agent at the end of this year, you could see him, you know, he said that he wants to stay on the West Coast. That's something he said. What can you offer him other than just, like, location? What can you offer him that other teams can't offer him? And something that the Giants can offer him that other teams can't offer him is two-way players coming up in the minors. You know, eventually these guys are going to be up in the majors, and who better to learn from than Otani? I mean, I don't think that Farhan is drafting them simply to get Otani. I don't think that's the case at all. But I think that that's definitely an incentive when you're talking about a guy who's a phenomenal player who gives you so much production on pitching and hitting and every part of that aspect. I think that you're, you're talking about potentially having like a mentor in the majors for these young two-way players coming up. And I mean, that could be, that could be something to bring in Otani, whether it's just mentioning that or, you know, he's going to get a big contract either way from any one of these teams that are still being talked about. I'm pretty sure it's like giants, Dodgers, Mets, like, maybe even Cubs. I've heard a bunch of that. But Giants had two-way players in the system that they could use to bring Otani over. I mean, that's an idea. I mean, that's probably just an idea all in itself. But that's at least my take on it. And I think that Farhan sees something that we don't. He sees that there's a future of two-way players, and he wants to develop that future of two-way players, which would be phenomenal for this Giants franchise. Not only to have so much production on both sides of the ball if it succeeds and makes it to the majors, but also um, the publicity you're going to have from sports writers and everyone else. I mean, you're going to bring in fans and fans of people. That's going to give you more and more money to do what you need to do. I think that they're, they're taking a stretch. They're taking a stretch for sure, but they can. And if they, if, if it succeeds and if this works out, at least my idea, if this is really what's going on, then the Giants have a really bright future in their hands, especially considering like these guys that are coming through. And if they're able to make it to the majors as a two-way player, maybe you have Otani, maybe you don't. But now you have two or maybe even three two-way players in the majors. And look at all of that production you're going to get. They're going to be younger, which means that they can pitch and hit. They're going to be more athletic to be able to do both. I mean, it's going to be pretty interesting to see. I don't think anyone has tried doing this before. I think that the Giants are, they're first on it. And they could definitely have like a lead on everyone else to be able to push through 
into something that we've never seen before, which is going to be awesome. That's an idea. At least it's not set in stone. It's not what Farhan has said himself. It's just a theory by me. And, you know, that's what I'm going to say about it. But we'll, we'll take away from that. We'll, we'll move away from that. I do want to talk about the home run derby. Um, I just want to give a prediction on it. Of course, everyone is kind of favoring Alonzo because Alonzo's won it twice already. But you know what? I don't think, I don't know if Alonzo's going to win. I'm just going to say it. Uh, I think that there's going to be someone random that kind of comes out for this home run derby. And I could think, I could see Julio Rodriguez winning. I mean, there's, there's some rookies or younger guys at least doing it. You have Luis Robert from the Chicago White Sox who's been tearing it up. He's just been he's been a homer machine, honestly. Then you have Pete Alonso from the Mets. You have Mookie Betts from the Dodgers. You have Adoles Garcia from the Texas Rangers. Randy Arozarena from the Rays. You have Vladimir Guerrero Jr. from the Blue Jays. Julio Rodriguez from the Mariners. And Adley Rushman from the Orioles. I mean, any of these guys you could look at and be like, yeah, they could totally win the home run derby. I could see... I could see Vladimir Guerrero Jr. winning. I mean, he has that kind of home run swing. He's got that power over these guys, but I could also see Julio winning. And, of course, Pete Alonso could get it for a third time. I don't think that's out of the question at all. But that's at least my pick for the home run derby. I think it's going to be Vladdy taking that home. But thank you for listening to Giant Spotlight. That was kind of a shorter segment, but that's what I wanted to get into with this team going into the all-star break. You know, there's going to be a lot of fun things to talk about because the ball – is the closer for the NL uh, for the NL team, and it's going to be fun to talk about and watch, and we'll definitely get to all of that when it comes up. But anyways, thank you for listening to Giants Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.